Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get Hello and Happy New Year's Raps on TV, back for another edition of our podcast. We're here with a special guest today, so um, we're going to go through the list of the panel. So we're here with Enam. Enam, you want to say hello? Hello everyone, uh, Happy New Year, hope you had a great Christmas, uh, obviously Gary. Uh, Happy New Year everyone, um, it's been a wonderful year so far, and I hope we, you're all well and healthy. And we have the historian of boxing that goes by the name of Master Knowledge, uh, Sky Sports Pundit, Toe to Toe Podcast. Uh, contributor Spencer Fearon, thank you for having uh, coming on the show, Spencer. No, seriously, thanks for for having me. And it's like I think Gary Logan's trying to make this his home base now. So, <laughs> like we're just we're just being favourable to, to each other. We're lucky to have now. him. We're yeah. lucky to have Gary because Gary did my show a, f- a few months ago. And then it's most probably the highest numbers that we ever got Fantastic. on the on the podcast because everyone knows that me and Gary fought each other. Yeah. And and by then, like me and Gary's really really good friends. <laughs> and so for me to like kind of return the favour yeah so you know, it's all blessed that's blessed absolute pleasure absolute pleasure that's Thank good you. It's, it's very good to see two former boxers that have fought each other sitting opposite each other in the studio and it's all calm yeah. there's no animosity <laughs> busting jokes probably you some football what? rivalry we had, but we had such a similar upbringing yeah. in the ways you know we were you know no disrespect to any of the West Indies out there I think our parents era mm. parents that were born around the 19 mid 1930s and that for me that's for me that's the last generation of great parenting yeah. whereby you respected them yeah. everybody else you called Mr or Miss there was no first name terms yeah. and that's so we've got that similar upbringing where we were just brought up if you were brought up in a room full of women you held your corner or your mum's sister might smack you and your mum wouldn't even bat an eyelid you know yeah. things that would be like frowned on today yeah. so we've got a, we've got a really similar background and yeah. that's how we've always clicked and he was always a flashy little kid down at the Lynn gym <laughs> so, <laughs> back so, in the day. Yeah. so talk to us just obviously meet now, myself now that I'm a rich flashy little kid <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know it's like things <laughs> so it, me and him obviously we didn't we didn't witness the fight how was it in the build up to that fight you know was it, it everything changes because yeah. We'd sparred beforehand. I, mm-hmm. You know, I always respected him. He was a hugely talented. Mm-hmm. I thought he was more talented than his record suggested, both as an amateur and a pro. I thought he should have yeah. won a lot more in the amateurs. I thought he should have done a lot more in the pros. Mm-hmm. And then, um, obviously, I made my comeback. And I was by the time I made my comeback, I was 31. And everybody said, oh, Gary Logg was too old for this. His nickname was Old Bones. Old Bones, that's what they called him. <laughs> so, uh, so, obviously, I, and it's a South London thing, you know. It's a London thing. Yeah. It was a... Uh, <laughs> I couldn't lose to him. He couldn't lose to me. So we both trained hard and that was it. You know, I remember um, on the day of the weigh-in, <laughs> he said hello to me. And I just remember just staring at him and I grumbled something at him. <laughs> I felt like Marvin Agler. We ain't no friends until after the fight. <laughs> Which is quite funny now. I'm, just thinking... I'm looking at space and I'm thinking, okay, the response. <laughs> no, there ain't no response. It's... Um... <laughs> It's never where you start. Yeah, and I want to let mm. <clears throat> people know it's never it's never where you start. It's always yeah. you end up. Yeah. And certain 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 people like 
it's all it's all cool. But maybe because like I didn't really take my professional career that seriously mm-hmm. at that time because then you realize like what's your real profession? My real profession is actually just being myself mm-hmm. and 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 winning at being myself. Mm-hmm. Loads of people. It's like I see loads of guys who who did far greater things than me in amateur or professional mm-hmm. and unfortunately not doing as 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 they're not doing as well now mm. as because they put mm. everything they put all their eggs in their basket yeah. Yeah. see Gary's Gary's laughing now Gary, yeah. Gary's working at that swanky new Andy Joshua yeah, gym now exactly. like he's the boss of the boxing down there making <laughs> like a, a thousand pound an hour to train, <laughs> to train clients and stuff like that right it's amazing Right, but what's the name of the gym? BXR. Yeah, BXR, BXR right? We just opened, just right. had a soft open. We're going to have the hard open on the 25th. 25th. So you guys have got to come down. Yeah, 100%, 100%, 100%. 25th, so, come down. So it's like, I I was just grateful just to be in it. Yeah. And and more than that, it's, it's, it's even more when people just know, like, when it came to skills, like, no one they really top, but I didn't mm. really have someone like myself to say look Spence you should be doing this or you should mm. be doing that and I was very ears hard and not only that but it's like and Gary knows when I was boxing I had like extracurricular activities especially when it came to girls and when it came to driving big cars and whips. what car was I driving then Gary I was right was it the Porsche yeah the Porsche the Porsche I fight the boy with the Porsche right exactly. I felt like Roberta Duran fighting Chagrin <laughs> Leonard in 1980 Leonard's earning 8 million I'm only earning 8 million I have to beat this man yeah so I've been I've been very I've been very very blessed like God's blessed my tongue like and also like I'm very very good at remembering stuff mm. so it's like you gotta make your passion become your paycheck yeah. and you gotta understand like our bodies is like now nah, I'm, I'm getting I'm 43 now how old you know mm-hmm. Gary 48 yeah 48 I really am old right, bones right yeah. so no, not yet but so like <laughs> like you, you do things now and like you feel like your back kind of you feel like mm-hmm. oh, and all these I'm feeling these things now even though I still look young no one believe my age no one will believe my age right <laughs> like don't crack this right, right, no no but some of us sell it but anyway that's another story you know what I mean I did six weeks or a month for that yeah. but anyway so <laughs> as we get older we, we we look at things more differently we yeah. we are more we're more appreciative of the mm. things that we've been through yeah. loads of times like it's like you just got to show appreciation for the things that that you 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 enjoy or the things that you love because what mm. happens is how the universe works is this is that it's going to give you more of the things that you appreciate 100%. you have to show appreciation so mm. I'm blessed and highly favoured. Now, you guys who come and say, oh, rap's on TV. And this is where I have to rate Danny. Danny phones me and goes like, oh, yeah, well, we got Gary Lowe because he's not in a relationship between mm. me and Gary. Mm. Like, Gary Lowe could tell you if the week goes by and me and Gary ain't spoken, something wrong. Something wrong. That means that, that, that um, um, the, the phone lines are cut off or something because yeah. like me Zombie and Gary tank. speak. Like, we, <laughs> speak, con- we speak constantly. We speak, and we speak the game. So it's like, I'll be on the phone. My missus walk into the front room now. Oh, you're on the phone to Gary Logan. Oh, we go there. Like, because she knows that we're mm. gonna talk about the game. Because I and we don't mm. talk about the, the the little fickle parts of the game. It's like fickle parts. Like I'm looking down the question. Oh, how'd you get to boxing? How'd you? Mm. Those, those are, to me, them, them things are fickle because people who know me know. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. So I've like we evolve, mm. and when you have to, the, do you understand? So mm. and the day you stop evolving, it's the day you gotta die. Yeah, mm. you you will die. Mm. So I look on. I'm a box pro I managed I trained I promoted I owned a gymnasium you know what I mean I was the first guy in British boxing I don't think people have done it since to sell image rights for boxers 
because that's how we through through a company. And Gary came with me down to the company. Mm. It's like the Worldbeck Solutions Group. Yeah. They came up uh, with a with a company called Icebreaker, and they were saying like, right, um, uh, bring us boxes, and we can we can get investors, and they'll get tax breaks over the back. End. I was the first person to do that, man. Mm. So talk to us like about three million pound because you know obviously Gary's also versatile, moving into the mm. coach, and he didn't just stay as a boxer. You've mm. moved on to other areas. Obviously, you've gone into promotion. Um, you, you've, you've, you're in the business side as well. What what attracted you to it apart from money? Um, and, and how did you make that transition? No, well, if anyone knows, like Gary can tell you, I'll always be hustling. Bro. Yeah, I'll always find a way, no matter what. Remember, our audience right. they know you from right. Sky, but right. they don't know right. you. No, no, this is our real. platform just, to show people real. the real. Yeah. So from then, I was always hustling. Mm. Then, no matter what was going on, I'm gonna find. I'm gonna find a hustle. Mm. And it's been like I've been like that from school days. Okay, like from school days. From my sister, my sister Elaine, my older sister. I have to big up my older sister because she just got MB over Christmas. Wow. Um, yeah, she just got MB for for the work in the community that she does because she owns a, wow. a a center in Brixton. Remember the old yeah, Bang yeah. Center? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she it's called now it's called the Caribou. It's opposite mm-hmm. the police station, okay, and she owns yeah, the building. Yeah. She don't like to say that she owns the building, but she raised one point two million uh, to keep the building in for for the young kids. Yeah. So she, mm. they they run. Um, um, projects around there. I do a lot of speaking there. I'm there on the weekends as well. People can't believe it's me. I'm there on the weekends. On mm. the weekends, I'm there when they run functions and I end. I tidy up. You see me with a mucket and 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 mop, brush, walking down, wiping down the floors and stuff. People can't believe. Is that you, Spencer Ferrand? I say, yeah. Right. What are you doing? They say, oh, my sister runs the building, so yeah, it's family thing. I come yeah. out there, and so I've always been hustling. My sister used to work in a Brook Advisory Clinic. At 12 years old. When you start secondary school, I used to go to the Brook Advisory Clinic because they give away free condoms. Mm. But because I can't go, I used to steal all the I like troughs and troughs. I I was like the Durex man, so I'd go to school and I'd sell Durexes at school, and like boys would have to buy them. And them times, uh, I don't think nobody. It's a fear of promoting right, sexual right, right, promiscuity. Right. But at that time, right? But I'm being real. Uh, at that time, I don't uh. believe that that you were sleeping with anyone but you had to buy them just to say like yeah I've got a girl over on <laughs> <in> the end <laughs> you never know girl shut up but they'll pay so you and I was telling on that yeah, I was selling 30p a time now you got times that yeah. you got time listen and it, I used to go to Pimlico school and, and like you, you times that so every week I was banging out condoms in the school till like my sister just, she's sus the like, irony of like, that right, right, right exactly. <laughs> so so I've always been hustling no one can't turn around and say Call like the market, right you know? And when it comes to the boxing promotion thing, I was promoting my first show that I ever promoted, and people think, "Oh, well, it was when you started Hard Knocks," or, or maybe it was when you you started, and I was at uh, I can't I've forgotten the name of the gym now, man. Look at the brain damage now, man. Yeah, you know I mean, in in Southwark City Boxer. Yeah, people think it's that like when I started. No, when I started then, when I got my managing promoters license. That wasn't even my start. My first promotions, I was like 15 years old. It was a guy called Lawrence and Adaro. They didn't like each other. And I promoted in Flaxville Leisure Centre. Mm. And I sold like 80 tickets, to, 80 tickets at a pound a pop mm. to school kids who came out and rammed it out. And it's funny because I see them boys now and they laugh their heads off. Like, right, we knew you was going to do what you're doing right now. Because I was doing this from back, from back then. So I've always been hustling. But right now I just realised like your real hustle or your real passion, you got to switch that into your paycheck. Yeah. But when you love something, mm. 
then like it's you gotta do something that's that you're gonna love that's gonna go and pay you. Yeah. Like Gary Logan's gotta get up tomorrow morning six thirty yeah. cause you love it. Love Gary it. Gary loves telling people how to get things right. I see I've been in the gym with him, right? Yeah. We're working with a guy who's gonna turn pro and I know he's gonna come back to Gary, I ain't gonna call his name, but I know he is, mm-hmm. right? And we, I'm in the gym and I'm seeing that I'm saying, Gary, you just love this thing. Mm-hmm. So let your passion become your paycheck, yeah. man. And that's it. You guys nice. doing up and like, you remember, you guys doing raps on TV right now, right? And you say, right, you're starting, and it's like, oh, you gotta start. We're starting small. Brother, you gotta start somewhere. Yeah. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Because let me tell you this now, right? Where's, where's your family from? Uh, Bangladesh originally. Bangladesh. Yeah. Okay, then. So, originally, so if we go back, like in the 70s, when we had an influx of the Asians that came into the, to our country, right? When uh, you, had, you had an influx who came into the country, and these Asians started up corner shops. Mm. Yeah? And all the Europeans in this country laughed at them. Mm, 100%. Right? Yeah. Mm. All the, all the West Indies, no, 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 forget that about it. It's not going to work, yeah? <laughs> Look at Asians now, yeah. economically and financially in this country. Mm-hmm. They start from corner shops, man. Mm-hmm. So everyone's got to start somewhere. 100%. Right. Everybody's got to start we somewhere. We appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah, and, man. And that's your motivation and that's that's another thing you've started getting into. I mean, where's that taking you oh, in the man. last year I've been, or 18 I've been, months? Listen, man, I've been so grateful for, like I said, making passion be your paycheck, man. So... With the motivation stuff, it's like I know I can sit down with with anyone and I'll make you feel better about yourself. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. And the reason why I know I can make you feel better about yourself because I know I can do it. And it's quite simple. Because I I'm you know my my gift is that like I could convince you. We, you know what? You know what I mean? Cold, you're gonna run through that wall. You may not get through the wall, but I will sit you down so much that you think, right, you know what? I'm just going through that wall. That is the thing. Mm. So, as we as human beings, this is what I'm saying. We as human beings, we already know. We've got the answers. Mm. We have got the answers. Mm. We've got them. Mm. You know what I mean? But we don't realize that we don't know how to, to, to merge the, the question with the answer. Yeah. So, I'll give you that question and then I'll give you the answer that you already know. So, what inspires you, Spencer? Well, yeah. well, you know, you come across me as a very deep thinker. Yeah, and you know, I see you go to a lot of schools, inspiring man, kids. I modern... smash the schools, man. Yeah, man. So like, uh, you're doing a lot of good, you know, for you know, a lot of schools that you go mm-hmm. to. You know, if people that are not inspired, mm-hmm. very easily can go down the wrong, wrong route. So, so mm-hmm. what's inspire you, man? If you're very deep, you know, you think very deep, the kind of stuff you're just saying out here now. I mean, who's your inspiration? There was a guy called Dr. Peter Masters, who, um, in the Tabernacle Church, who was, I don't know if he's still there because. I don't go to church no more but as a kid I grew up in a tabernacle church and here was this uh, they, they were well to do they were well to do and I used to deliver the newspapers as well when I was a kid and this man was just had knowledge man and I was looking I was looking I want to be like, I want to I be able to speak like you I want to be able to because this man would go and he'd preach the word of God and he'd, he'd preach in such a way that you'd want to go and research stuff and I said, I want to be like you. And this is me. I'm, I'm like, you know I mean? I came off a council estate mm. in Kennerton. And I would sit and like, these, these, I'm being real. Like these were white Christian guys who were just spreading love to everyone. And they would run a Friday club. And in the Friday club that they would run, they would have devotional service inside there where they would just sit down and they would teach you historical facts. And then from these historical facts, we would branch off. And these were like people who were just, they were just caring people, which changed my whole mind and, and of the mindset of, of this black and white stuff. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And, be, and because of that, I said, I want to be like this guy. And it's weird now because like, my wife's partner, my father-in-law, he, he 
um, he's a preacher, but he's an excellent preacher. He's now the the he's the head bishop for all the Church of God of Prophecy. So it's something like three hundred churches that he's the head of, right? And we were there talking. I was saying like, oh yeah, um, who 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 I who have I listened to? And I'm saying I I I used to I used to go to Tabernacle Church in Elephant Castle, and he was like, what you used to go there? I said, yeah, that was my church. I used, I went there from the age of three. I stopped going there when I was about nineteen. So when it came to becoming like anything of bibliography, I was deep on the, I just knew verse, chapter, everything. But what I realized that I could retain stuff. So, and, and you know, uh, Mr. Powell, Mr. Powell, who my father-in-law be saying to me, like, you don't understand how other preachers look in reverence of this guy. So I was looking at this guy and I always wanted to be, I always wanted to be a preacher. And you know what I mean? I used to stand up for a little while and I knew like, but I always say, I want to be a motivational speaker. But not knowing when I'm saying I want to be a motivational speaker, I was actually doing it already because certain people don't know me. So they just see this, oh, he's just loud, he's just cocky. I'm saying I had to do those things to get through the door. I'm in the door now, so I don't have to do that anymore. I could, I could just be I could be cool now. But before, I had to, I got to give them something. So yeah. there's all these uh, lyrics to come out with, visualise, to materialise. And that's, where, where that's do you get I mean, is there something, yeah, yeah. powerful comments, man. Like, you know do you think about themselves, yourselves, nah, or you read somewhere? Because I just, I just, what I would do, in the morning, I, I'm gonna break this one down. And like me and Gary were speaking about this about two years ago. It was a day when I was on a downer. I was just slagging everyone. And Gary Logan was telling me, usually I'm telling Gary, Gary saying, Look, Spence, come on, man, you're better than this. I was just, I just had a bad day. And Gary was saying, Spence, you are actually better than this. Come on, man. You understand the thing of energies. And what should I do? I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big believer. And when people talk about this law of attraction, yeah. it's not even like, I don't even think about the law of attraction. Mm. I just I just call it the law, yeah. right? The law is, is, is quite simple that, you know what I mean? That, you know, it's the red or the blue pill, mm. right? And I'll get deep with you guys on this red or the blue pill. And the red or the blue pill, quite it's the, signif the, the, the signification of the red or the blue pill is this, then what substance would you regard as being blue? You would say this, like you say water, the sea. We look at the sea. We look mm. at water as being blue. Mm. Then if I'm saying like on a red, if I was to cut you now, what colour is the blood that's coming out of you, right? So it's always the red and the blue pill. The red and the blue pill signifies, and it's Mike Tyson that brought this down, like we say the red or the blue corner, right? Mm. Or we say like, um, uh, what if, when it comes to football, you reds or you blues? Mm. It's always, you know what I mean? It's mm. always Politics. the red and the blue, right? Politics right. as well, red well, and blue. Poli politics, politics yeah. exactly. <laughs> politics, the red and the blue. Yeah. But you're either Democrat or you're Republican. Yeah. You're, 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 right, right. Right. you're either yeah. right wing or you're left wing. Right. Now, I'll break this one yeah. down to you now. It's like the earth within itself of the planet where we're living now is 24,896 miles in circumference. It's 7,926 miles in diameter. It has 139,685 square miles of water. Sticking up out of that water is 57,255,000 square miles of land. So if you look at that to the ratio, it's 70% to 30%. So the water, the water is 70%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In you as a human being right now, Cold, and you, how much water you got inside of you? 70% water. Do you understand? So the water in the, in the percentage of the water in your body and the water of the earth is what? It's 70%. So the red and the blue pill realistically saying that you have no choice. Mm. Your choice is that you just be. Mm. 
Mm. Right? Anything that you want, you already got it because the red and the blue is trying to say you like the red. The, the, the red, the red is the is is the blood of you, and the blue is the water of the earth. You are the earth mm. because every substance known in the human uh, anatomy of every substance is on the periodic table of science. Mm. That's deep, right? So you got to sit down and say, "Raw." If so, therefore, I'm telling you, like, what does what does what does a pastor say when when you die? He says, "Ashes to ashes." Mm. Dust to dust. Yeah. Why? Because you actually come from the earth. Mm. Yeah, mate. Because and then you're going to return back to the, back earth. To the yeah. earth. Yeah. Why yeah. is it the fact that the moon, the moon controls the yes, tidal waves? I was just thinking the right? same thing. Right. The moon. So it affects people's moods. Thank you very yes. much. It affects your moods. Why does yeah. it? Why does it? Why does it affect your mood? Why? Because of the gravitational mm, pull, pull between the earth and the moon. Actually, if we get deep into science now, mm. that the moon used to be part of the earth. Damn. And right. on that note, mm. right? On that note, it is very, very deep <laughs> and very educational. But we do have listeners that want to talk boxing, <laughs> and we've got a big fight this week. And it's been yeah. lots of news this week, yeah. uh, ranging from a variety of things, Pacquiao announcements going on in the UK. Um, but we've got a big one going down in New York: yeah. Badu Jack versus James DeGale. Jimmy DeGale, yes. Gary, what's your thoughts on this fight? You know what? When he first, when he fought Andre Durrell mm-hmm. and won the title, Which I who? said... This, oh, the girl to win the title. Yeah, yeah. The girl. I said, those are the two best super middleweights in the world. Yeah. I still believe he's the best super middleweight in the world, mm-hmm. but Badu Jack is the most improved yeah. super middleweight in the world. Yeah. You know? And um, and just talk about, you say improvement. Mm-hmm. What have you seen from this, say, the knockout? Mm-hmm. Obviously, he got knocked out by yeah. Edwards. Um or the other way around. Early um, in the fight. As early well. in the fight as well. Got um, stunned. To the the but- maybe not the Butte fought, but the Groves fight, because obviously it was a draw mm. with uh, Butte, but Groves mm. he won. I felt that yeah. he won. It I was a good fight. You didn't think you won the Butte fight? I did, won that, I did fight. that as well, but I mean, officially fight. on record, yeah. it's a draw. So, so here's what it is number one, yeah. he's got a teacher. His coach is just not a coach. Yeah. As Bernard Hopkins said, yeah. there's so many coaches in the game. Mm. There are very few teachers. <sighs> yeah. Eddie Mustafa Muhammad so is coming up left. I think he's, he's left. Yeah. He's left, he's, yeah. He's, you know he's being trained by now? Who? Lou Valley. Who we sparred with. Remember when we went to America and we sparred? Oh, yeah. now amazing. Yeah. Now I didn't yeah. know that. You see, right. this BXR job has just got me consumed. <laughs> I have to apologise. But no Louis problem. Delval, yeah. he, remember his we sister, sparred. Me bad. and Spencer went to Florida, right? We went really? to we, it was me, Spencer, David A, Adam Booth, Kathy Brown, wasn't it? Yeah, Kathy. We all went out there, yeah. yeah. So two thousand three. Yeah, two thousand three. We all went out there to spa and just, just David boxed out there. David boxed out there. That's mm. right. So we all went out there, and um, Louis Delval was in there at that time. Louis Delval was mm. the first man to floor to Roy knock Jones. down Roy Jones Jr. And how Roy Jones Jr. got up from that shot, I'll never know because it was, was a in, left was hand down the pipe. Yeah. 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 So anyway, we're at this gym and this girl walks in and she starts shadow boxing. I thought, boy, she can move nice. Mm. Yeah. And um, she then, um, so Adam said, oh, you know, Louis Duval came over and we moved around with him, yeah, didn't we? Oh, it was yeah. just amazing. It was just yeah. amazing. You learned so much. He was, he was talking to us while he was sparring, but it wasn't jive talking. Mm. He was educating us, yeah. saying, you know, when I step here, you got to step around, so you got to negate my angle. And mm. He just knows the game. Okay. So the fact that he is now the coach, and bearing in mind, he was training his sister at the time, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. And My sister was bad, man. She was on Katie Taylor level. Okay. That's how good wow. she was. She was on Katie Taylor level. I mean, all respect to Kathy Brown, bravest, one of the bravest fighters, man or woman I've mm. ever had around me. She she took Kathy apart. Wow. She, but not be brute, just 
technical efficiency. Yeah. She was as she said, I can't get no fights. I said, I'm not damn I'm damn well not surprised. Mm. Can't get no fights. Beating up everyone. Yeah. You know, so um So you've been around Lou Lu Yeah, you, so I can you, totally you, get you that. So that he's gives, a teacher. Yeah. Because he was teaching us. Yeah. He was teaching so us. There were gonna... so many guys, you know, as I said, you know, Bernard Hopkins, you know, I listened to everything that man said because any man that can turn his life around from doing 10 years from armed robbery mm. and to be the man... No, 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 get it right. It wasn't armed robbery. It was strong armed robbery. That means he did it with his fist. It was it was jacking, man. <laughs> That's the gangster. This is better. This is... This is, yeah, better. This is what, what? <laughs> Give me your money. That's, That's a how you gangster. Turn. That's, That's a real gangster. That's That's real. Ain't no, anyone yeah. can hold up a, a piece, you know yeah, what I mean? And yeah. so... For him to say what he said that, that, that there are not there, you know, Louis Duval will, will be from the he's from the Eddie S. Mustafa that sort of tree. Mm. They teach, mm -hmm. they teach. So yeah. that and so, how long has he been with Badu Jack? Now? No, he's been with him a hot minute. What happened yeah. was this: mm. it's like I love Ed Mustafa Muhammad. Mm. I've got I spent a lot of time with him when I was in yeah. Vegas, and like I got loads of film clips. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mm. I'll send you. You laugh your head off. In yeah. inside the inside the gym, it will bad mouth everyone. Mm. If you're spying any of his boys. You're not just spying his boy, you're spying his big mouth yeah. as well. He's, he's a funny, funny guy. But most of the work, most of the work is like um, Badu Jack brought in um, Lou Deval and, you know, it was... Build a relationship. Yeah, they built a yes. relationship. So yes. they've been working a hot minute and Eddie's working as well, but then it's like Lou, they're spending most of the time with him. Mm. So then it's like, all right, you know, well, I'm going to go work with Lou. And then they kind of fell out. That's mm. what I hear. They kind of fell yeah. out, which is kind of sad because I got love for both of them, mm. but they, and they fell out. So he's now working with Lou DeVal. Mm. Lou DeVal's a good, good trainer. Great trainer. So how do you think well, in we terms of your... We can see it in the way that he fights. We can see that the way that he's improved. Yeah. The fact that he's more <laughs> purposeful, mm -hmm. but he's got more tricks. Yeah. He sets traps better. Mm -hmm. He doesn't come in straightforward. Because you've got to remember, he came from the era of amateur boxing, which was still quite computer boxing, mm. tuck up, yeah. take the shots on the gloves, punch straight away. Mm. Even though he had, he had, I wouldn't say heaps of natural talent. He mm. had talent, you could see that. But like obviously being out in the States now, being around that being around that vibe, being around teachers, yeah. he's learnt the game more. Mm. And this is a really, really tough fight. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm not sure if he hits hard enough mm. to take James off of his game plan. Mm -hmm. And James is the much more naturally talented of the two. Yeah. Yeah. Um but as I said the other I said this week on Twitter, you know, you got a lot of like naysayers. They said, Oh well, James, you know, he takes too many rounds off. I said, listen, him and Jimmy McDonald, they're not idiots, mm. right? They know they're fighting a Mayweather guy on a Mayweather show. Mm. They can't take no rounds off. Yeah. Have you seen a picture of James Girl yeah, that they just posted? Mm. I've never seen James yeah. Girl look, yeah, look ripped. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, we yeah, never ever see um, six pack on James yeah, Girl. Right. This is the yeah. rose, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. He, he, he realizes the magnitude of this fight. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. he said, I don't know if you've seen the video from IFL. That, I saw him. Um, they interviewed him. Yeah, he looks. In, I've never seen him in such great mm. shape. So. I think yeah. I'm looking forward to this fight. Yeah, I think I, you know, it's, it's a close 50-50 fight. This, yeah. like, uh, what do you think? I'm 60-40. Uh, nah, 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 I'm 60-40. Yeah. 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 I'm 60-40. There's no way... Yeah. Let me tell you this. The talent of James Aguil. Mm. Yeah. James Aguil is a guy that needs a firecracker up his bottom, mm. right? The Jarrell fight, he had a firecracker up his bottom. Stepped so he up. knew... So he had to step up, mm. right? Stepped and up. that was still a close fight. Yeah. But... He let the, it get close. Yeah, he let it get close. No, no, he never. I'll tell you the defining difference. He didn't let it get close. Because My man punched him in his head to yeah, get yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, towards, yeah, but what I would say as well, the later rounds. what was what I found was exceptional mm -hmm. that I never ever thought James because with the Groves fight, 
even though George you worked, outscored you worked, him. You worked with George Groves for that fight. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you was in the corner. George, yeah. George never hurt him. No, I wasn't in the corner. I was sort of being oh, the build up. Ring, I wasn't yeah. in the corner. Right, right. But you was in the ring, yeah, though. I yeah. saw you jumping in the ring. And so, um, with your flat cap. <laughs> yeah, and. Um, Trying to get your face on TV. Don't worry about He never. He, he, George never hurt him. He outscored him. Yeah. He hurt George. Mm. So. And then I never ever believed he was that that hard a puncher. But everyone I've spoke to, yeah. Paul Smith Jr., mm. Georgie Keane, all these guys that I've said, they said, "Gal, when you spar with him, those those hooks, those heavy, clumpy mm. hooks, they are really heavy." Yeah. And he showed that in a, in a Darrell fight where he was mm. losing when he the, the fight when the round when he knocked Darrell yeah, down, he was round. losing that round clean. All of a sudden, yeah. clapping yeah. with the left hand, just clapped yeah, him with the left hand, you know. And yeah. so it just shows you that he can go for adversity. <sighs> mm-hmm. And come through the other side, but this fight is going to be the ultimate test of his adversity 100%. because they will have watched tape of him and they will know that he has tended to lay back and have a rest. Mm. And those are the rounds. That's when you see Bradley Jack did the same thing against George Gross, just outworked him. Yeah, just outworked him. And they'll try and do that. But I think the problem with when you try and outwork a guy, it's like the Santa Cruz fight, which we'll talk about later. Mm. When you're trying to outwork a guy, your defence had better be really good because when you're letting your hands go, yeah. he knows where your head is. Yeah, well, that was going to be my question actually yeah. to both of you. From a defensive point of view, what mm. does Badu Jack need to do to make sure he doesn't get knocked out? Because mm. not only did he get knocked out in that fight, mm. he got knocked down twice. Yeah. So early on, he All got right, knocked down. All right. So you ever been around the Mayweather camp? I've been in the Mayweather camp. Yeah. Being around those guys. On a few, mm. few of their camps I've been there, right? All the guys inside the Mayweather camp, they were all gassed because they're in the Mayweather camp. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. So maybe, oh, we're doing this, then the guy's got new clothes on, mm. new suits. I'm saying, no, 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 forget about the tracksuits. They got their guys suited and booted. All mm. of them guys. I'm saying, right, wait, wait, but you ain't fought in how long? And mm. we have to understand that fighters only earn money when you're fighting. Yeah. Right? Mm. So all of these guys were just on a, they were on a hype thing, right? I speak. I speak to Badu Jack, and his attitude back then. We're going back three, four years ago, compared to now. I speak to him now; he's, he's a totally different human being. But I speak to him then, and it was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna get a shot easy because I'm with Floyd." And mm, da, da, da. It's so buying every, into the hype, right? Right. So they all, they all. Uh, it's understandable because mm. you ain't really come from nothing, and you mm. left Scandinavia to go out to America. Vegas is the wrong place for a fire. Yeah. Do you understand? There's yeah. only certain. Yeah. There's, there's only Floyd Mayweather that can be in Vegas mm. and bust. Different right? animal. Because different he's got animal. a different kind of work yeah. ethic. His work ethic is on point. Mm. Mm. The rest of these guys, they were like, oh yeah, well, Floyd got us tickets to go to this concert. We go. Because all he got to say is like, oh yeah, we want to go here, whatever. Mm. There's too many things going on. Mm. Too many distractions. When he got knocked out, that was the best thing that could ever happen to him. Mm. Because Floyd or Leonard Ellaby would pull him to one side and say, you mess up one more time, you know, you're out. Because yeah. I've seen them do this to guys who mm-hmm. were down and they're getting. They'll get their weekly money from Floyd, and as soon as they start messing up a little piece, you're banned from the gym. Right, if I'm banned from the gym, I'm gonna pay my rent. Mm. Right, you're banned from the gym. Fix up yourself. So Floyd will, Floyd, you'll see the glitz and the glass, but I'm saying I wouldn't really want to be around no glitz and the glass kind of mm. person. And because we're human beings, we're gonna be gassed up, and it takes mm. a level of maturity. I had, yes. to, I had to get to about forty before I started to get mature. Do you understand? Right. Yeah. So you're yeah, gonna need. Someone to like pull you by the rein and say, "Listen, brethren, this is this is not the way to go." Mm. So, when he did get knocked out, and it was like a trick because 
he he just dropped his. He, 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 they're fighting from. He was fighting from a, a, a low level defense. Mm-hmm. Like he had his left hand low, so he's susceptible to get caught by right hands. Mm-hmm. And what happens? Saul says, "So done." He gets caught with the right hand, mm-hmm. and when he goes over, and we say, "Well, he ain't got it." But in the Jarrell fight, when he when Buddy Jack fights Jarrell, when he fights a younger brother mm-hmm. Jarrell, in that fight there. That's when he showed us, like, yeah. right, you've got resilience. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, you know what? If it's done for me in this fight here, it yeah. is done mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Right? I'll go back to Scandinavia. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to get no fights out there. Mm-hmm. Match room ain't going to take you. What you are going to do? You're going to be cannon fodder to, for an up-and-coming guy. You know what I mean? Okay, then. Oh, go put him in with Callum Smith. You understand? Mm-hmm. That's what he'll become. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he he's kind of changed things around now. Mm-hmm. He's very good, but to deal with someone like a James the girl who knows, he knows all the intangibles against him. Yeah. He knows this, yeah. right? And you say, well, but in the day, I'm the Al Heyman fighter and this mm-hmm. is a Mayweather fighter. No, because if Mayweather's coming back, who's coming back with? He's coming back with Al Heyman. So they're all in the same, they're all in the yeah. same bed. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like I'm saying, are you your left wing or right wing? You're the mm-hmm. same bird, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So he's got to think to, so what am I going to go and do? Mm-hmm. So he knows that he has to, he, James knows, you know what? I have to go and give it everything because I know and I think stylistically Badu Jack is all right for him mm-hmm. because Badu Jack mm-hmm. comes forward he hasn't got the greatest head movement Yeah, to beat James the girl you need head movement mm-hmm. do you understand? and you need and also you need the number one thing James what people forget about James is a really good counter puncher you, what you yes. start he finishes yeah yeah so you've not only got to start it you've got to be able to move your head yeah. or you've got to be prepared for a counter mm. You've got to be able to faint yeah. in order for him to lead. But then you've got to hope that your reactions are good enough that you can either block and counter or slip and counter. Yeah. You know? Um, and as good as Badu is, he ain't met nobody like James. He's not met anybody like James. You don't, you know, this Olympic gold medalist thing is real. Some of them, some people, it's not real because they yeah. don't adjust to the pros. But that has been his platform. Yeah. And when you look at the guys that he beat to win the Olympic gold medal, the guys that he was beating to win multi-nations. Like Ma- just, Michael, Michael Caruth. Yeah, Aaron. just to go to there. He's, it's just pedigree. I mean, know? I do think he's a very skillful boxer. Mm. I think his combinations, of course, mm. he fights with a low defence, but yeah. he's still able to keep his range, yeah. let off with the jab, mm. you know, in terms of switching. He's, he switches I, stances yeah. quite easily yeah. as of some of the yeah. fights that I've yeah. seen him as yeah. well. So for yeah. me... I think he's a very skillful fighter. Yeah. So, guys, we've got a few callers on the line. Okay. So we're just going to open them up now. Um, so, listeners, thanks for bearing, bear, for, for bearing with us. And um, we've had a good conversation so far. So we're going to be going out to 918. 918, the floor is yours. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello, Who's hi, called? it's Karina. Hi, Karina. How, How are you doing, How you doing Karina? I'm yeah, fine, think, thank you. Uh, yes, yes. Did you just become my Facebook friend, Karina? You know what, sorry? Did you just become my Facebook friend? Yes, I have, yes. Yeah, yes, have, yeah, 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 yeah. I just saw it today. I spoke, to you at, um, I spoke to you at Manchester and you did exactly what you said about your motivational speaking. Oh, that's Spencer. You think, oh, what, we sound the same? Oh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is Gary, darling. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's, it's great to hear you both in the studio together and this is one thing that I really do like about boxing is that, you know, mm. generally it's quite gentlemanly. Like you mm. two obviously faced each other in the ring and here you are now chatting away, yeah. you know, like friends and everything. It's it's great to see, great mm. to see. 
I think me and Spencer are a bit more than friends. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, we go, we go. You know, uh, and, uh, and Gary, just Gary, just one thing. You think you're old at forty-three? So I'm, I'm obviously very old at forty-six as well. Then. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not, darling. <laughs> not at all. I'm no. forty-eight. Spencer's the young one out of us two. I'm forty-eight. Spencer's forty-three. No, the, the only difference is, Corinne, I don't look my age. <laughs> That's the truth. I'm just got to be real hey, here. It's been. It's been it's been really, really good to hear about, you know, kind of both your backgrounds and everything mm. like that, because really I started off um, watching boxing, as you can tell, I'm from Yorkshire, so I started watching it's boxing. It's not your fault. Really. I ain't going to hold that against you. <laughs> I just hate Johnny Nelson. That's all it is. <laughs> he winds me up. So I didn't, so I'm still, you know, the sort of fighters that, that for, you know, the great fighters from mm. down south, I'm still kind of learning a bit about the history and everything mm. like that and watching old fights on... YouTube and I'm things so like that. I'm so glad you. I'm so glad to hear that you're watching old fights. I'm really happy to. How old is it? How yeah. old do you go back to? What sort of fights are you watching? Well, well, I'm just kind of because I really wasn't into boxing um, in the era of you know the the fighters like the um, Lennox Lewis's Kalazages, um, okay. Prince Nassim. Sorry, yeah. sorry, young, sorry, young lady. That's um, that's, last, that's last. That's last week. <laughs> that's last week. <laughs> that's last week. people want to talk, I'm talk about those days. I'm thinking, right, that's last week. I could talk all day on those days. <laughs> but, but I am in this last year. I have really got into more, um, you know, sort of staying up and watching some of the, you know, things like the American fights, etc. The big yeah. title fights. Um, over there, you know, staying yeah. up into the early hours and watching a lot of wow, these Wow, you're an enthusiast because I don't even do that now. I record <laughs> yeah, that stuff yeah. and watch it the next day. I can't be losing a day's sleep, honestly. So, Karina, do you have a question I for us? At, I shall be up at three o'clock on um, Sunday morning, obviously watching the Gale Jack, and then I'll be up at the same time yeah. watching the Frampton-Santa um, Cruz rematch as well. So, Karina? I shall be up watching both of those. Okay. All right, Karina, do you have a question for Spencer or Gary? Uh, probably, I mean, I'd probably like to know, because brother, I didn't discuss much. Um, you know, obviously, I've just read just read the boxing news, really, with all their statistics about, um, you know, the, the boxers and where they are at the moment. I just probably, one thing I'd like to ask is, you know, who who do you really see? What What's a name or a couple of names that are really going to come through and, um, and win big this year? Errol Spence Jr., the welterweight. I've got really, really... High aspirations of this young man. Mm. Um, he's unbeaten now. Was he twenty-two and old, twenty-one and old, something like this? Yeah. Um, yeah. he's really, mm-hmm. really good. Look out for him mm. um, on our shores I'm right now. Probably faces Kel Brook. I'm being real. I'm being real. I'm being no, no. I'm being real. Kel Kel Brook needs to stay away from that boy mm. for yeah. the simple fact that he's a southpaw. He makes one four seven yeah. really easy. Kel Brook yeah. doesn't make one four seven mm, very exactly. easy, and he won't make it no, now. He, won't, he will not make it now unless he, he cuts off easy. his private parts. Yeah, yeah. Do you understand? <laughs> or, right. So I can't. I can't see Kel Brook fighting at one four seven again. Anyway. Mm, so yeah. um, so Karina, thanks for for that question. We're going to move on to a couple of other callers, but thanks for calling Bye and darling. listening in. Take Thank care, you very Karina. much. We do appreciate that. Take your liberties, Karina. <laughs> <laughs> Get off the line. <laughs> no, you know what? That's not what it's it is, callers. It's on TV, darling. <laughs> we've got <laughs> time for this. We've got, we've got a limited time. We've got a few callers, so we just want yeah. to go through the line. Yeah. So we're opening it up now to 081. 081. Who's speaking? Hi there, guys. How you doing? Hi. How, how, fine. How are you? And who's speaking? I'm all right. I'm all right. This is Nicholas. Okay, Nicholas. Yep. The, Nicholas, the, our regular? 
yeah, yeah. Happy New Year. Good to see you made it back on the other side with us. Um, what's your yeah, question or statement? Definitely. definitely. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Uh, i got a couple of questions for Spencer and Gary. Yeah. Uh, so, um, my question is, do you think there is enough raw, legitimate talent coming out of the UK that can really make it all the way to the top? And also, do you think there is enough exposure and opportunities for for guys to give them that opportunity, that chance to get to make it all the way to the top? Thank you, Munga. I think let's start with the first one. Yeah. So, do we think there's legitimate champions? So, all twelve British champions at the moment. Are you are you questioning <laughs> their their CV, or you just want to know what the guys think about? Are they deserving champions? So, what's your name, brother? Yeah, no. Nicholas. Nicholas. So Nicholas. Nicholas. Right. Nick. Listen, bro, it's Spencer here, right? Um, I had this conversation. We had a big Sky meeting the other day where we was brainstorming and stuff, and everyone was... And I was saying, right, out of the 12 world champions that we got, and if you want to count Nathan Cleveland and make 13, mm. right? Yeah. Who can we say is the world number one in their division? Now, Gary's here, and um, I know you guys here, the rest of the guys on Raps on um, TV, they are, they're, they're proper on this thing. Mm. Who can we say is number one in the division? So number one in the division, we could say James Aguil is number one in his division. We yeah, can't turn yeah. around and say that he's not because he actually mm-hmm. is number one in his, div- mm-hmm, in his right. division. Then apart from right. him, we, we can't say Carl Frampton is number one in you've his... Because you've got Lee Selby making because you've got Lee arguments. And Selby you've got, got an argument. they don't want to fight Rigondo. And yeah. Rigondo's yeah. real... Rigondo, even though he's a weight below, but mm-hmm. Rigondo's still around. Mm-hmm. But then maybe, maybe by default, we could actually say that um, Frampton now is the best in the division because mm-hmm. Lomachenko's moved up and he mm-hmm. beat and the guy in your name, St. Nicholas Waters, yeah. um, comprehensively, Nicholas Waters quit. It was yeah. disgraceful because me yeah. and Gary are both of Jamaican descent. We don't quit. We die in that, <laughs> that place. Don't worry about that, right? Taking that on a stretcher. <laughs> so, on the legitimacy of, of the guys who are there, maybe we could even say McDonald. Um, Jamie McDonald yeah. is is the best in the world. Two-time, two-time mm-hmm. world champion as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe last him fight, as well. Though, very lucky on the fight. last Yeah, but, okay, but regardless of, regardless of the last fight, they don't matter, man. Mm. Al, 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 Ali lost Yeah, the, I was just about to use yeah, that. Yeah, Ali lost to Norton in the third fight, yeah. but we know, no one care about that. In, That's one of them fights in, I don't watch. Right, <laughs> 76. You know what I mean? But yeah, so I I'm, right, so I'm saying like, don't so care. for that. There's only few. There's only right, really. So only few. I'm saying like, Tony Belly could have an argument in there no. he could have it he could have an argument I know you're going to say what Lebedev Usyk right yeah potentially right, I think but, he's yeah, Usyk yeah, yeah, yeah. Usyk. right right Usyk yeah not right. even Usyk the guy that got injured why Tony fought for the title you know all respect to Tony he's overachieved Tony's been one of the overachievers of the game but I think the guy is it Goyoy does is it Goyoy does that gave up the belt he's a Russian guy Gave up the belt because he had a bad back. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, and um, he's, he's finished then. Yeah, hopefully finished, come he back. Finished. He ain't coming but, back. He's uh, yeah. not coming back. Bad back. Bad back. All over. You know? Don't worry but, about um, it. So I think the, so. Just to answer your question, Nicholas. So we and we're gonna move on to the next question. I think Spencer, you want to say yes? They're all legitimate. Well, all the champions. Yeah. Well, you got to remember, like boxing is not the boxing where me and Gary used to watch it on World of Sport. Yeah. Do you understand? Right. Boxing is different now. So as it's different titles are being fragmented now they yeah. are fragmented there are more titles available to guys mm-hmm. um, so I would say they're, they're legitimate to the belts that they hold the because you have to look at this now right now boxing is, is growing look at you guys so much the sport is so growing that you guys set up in, and you want to see the studio they've got a wicked studio I swear down you know what I mean? the headquarters with right. us right. it's swank yeah, it's proper it's proper <laughs> it's like proper West End swank. studio so 
if boxing wasn't on the rise so much, then you wouldn't. Yeah. Of, of course, we have we. It's it's a great time for for British boxing. Yeah. We have twelve world champions yeah. now. It's not for nobody to knock whether they're legitimate or not legitimate. We have twelve world champions. We have more world champions in this country, right? Then. Than, than America. Yeah, which is right. A... And you have to look on this place here is a very tiny place. We, we, we something like, you know what I mean, uh, 95,000 square miles yeah. and we have more world champions here than in America. Yeah, yeah. So then we must be doing something right, right, right? Yeah, and our system of teaching must be better than what's going on in America right now because if you've got a talent in America now you're going to play other sports. Yeah. Mm. So we're going to move on to another caller. So thanks for your call, Nicholas. Um, so now we're going to go out to caller 269 caller with the number ending in 269 the floor Hello. is yours hi who are we speaking to hi Jason speaking hi hi Jason how are you doing hi What's... hey good thanks just like to say um, happy new year thank you happy new year to yeah um, and hi Spencer how you doing hey how you doing brother yeah good um, sorry it's just kind of off the topic but I just wanted to talk about the uh, Chisora and Wyatt fight oh okay. it was a fantastic a fight um, yeah who did you think won that fight? The fight was a draw. This is what I'm telling you now. <laughs> the fight. Now I'm telling you right. now. The, the fight. I'm gonna tell you why the fight. The fight was a draw, but the right man got the decision for the simple fact. And I'm not knocking no one because both of these are my boys. So Dylan White's my boy. He must probably listen to this because anytime I think he's got a Google alert. Anytime his name's mentioned, it goes it goes Bing, Bing. on his phone. He goes yeah. right. Let me just listen to what this. <laughs> I can't even swear on his channel, right? Well, what I Spencer saying about it, right? I swear so, right, right, right. That pussy or what that yes. pussy or saying about right? <laughs> and right, so so therefore, the right guy got the decision. It was a close fight, right. but I could see, I can see why. But remember yeah. this: you can then remember where we are. You know, this is Great Britain. You know. Right? You can't be picking up no tables exactly. and chairs yeah, and throwing right. them at a man. Right? Two rounds down. Right? Going you said that. In. You said right. That thank you. Thank you. Right. And you're saying two rounds down, yeah. Gary. It was at least three or four. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right? And then on top of that, remember, he's a refugee. Now, I'm joking. He's not born. He's not born overnight. <laughs> Derek, Derek is the black blanker from Street Fighter. Uh, Go look at him. He looked like blanker. I was just waiting for him to just do that jump and that spin and stuff. No, but de- don't get twisted. Derek is my boy, though. Yeah. I love Derek. Yeah. But you're 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 behind already. Yeah. Then you're behind already on the because of your antics, mm. and the morally he won the fight. Mm. Right for the morals of the fact okay. that you, yeah. he won the fight morally because nobody thought that he had that inside of him mm. to yeah. put in that performance. He put in an incredible performance. Mm. I am so happy for him, and they are going to make the fight again. Wow. The fight's going to happen yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. But I think he's taking because when when the fight happened, Gary phoned me. He said, "Oh my god, you know what? Tell Derek because I know you talked to Don mm. Charles. Tell Derek to have a long four to five months rest." Yeah, I remember you tweeted that as well. Right? right. Yeah. Derek so, needs a rest, mm. but. He's tough like Joel Frazier, man. Yeah, he's, he's, he's he's raw old meat. School, tough. He's so, old school. So, tough. So, so, second question. Considering yeah. you, considering you saw them um, spar for the first time, right. was you was you surprised at Derek's performance? No, you see, like when we say when they sparred, this is where I would really rush you because I know we're running out of time, right? Mm-hmm. When they sparred, right, Jay, right. they sparred in the Real Fight Club because this is when we had a, we had a gym down in in the city they sparred in a real fight club I get a phone call from Don Charles Don Charles is saying oh Spence have you got anyone down there to spar there was some little tough head Jamaican boy in the gym who used to come in down to the gym in Bermuda shorts and old pimp soles right, right? <laughs> never in a boxing boots mm-hmm. and Robert McCracken was there as well and it was like alright then well I said yeah come down there's a, there's a you in the gym still he came in and I think 
Derek was British champion then. And they had a war. It was exactly like the fourth round of their fight. Mm. But for six rounds, they just warred each other. Mm. And for the mere fact that you had a young kid of no experience, who had kickboxing experience, had no mm. boxing experience, mm-hmm. to war with you, yeah. you're the British champion, then then Dylan beat you up in sparring. Mm. And that's the truth. Yeah. But sometimes you can get that element of surprise where you don't expect, you know, when you're sparring, mm. sparring. Yeah, I mean, I beat up Gary Logan in sparring and Gary Logan stopped me. So, yeah, you know I mean, mm-hmm. so sparring, sparring. Okay. Right. But he turned him over. But the fight was exactly like how they sparred. Wow. Mm. Beautiful fight, man. Beautiful, mm. beautiful fight. So beautiful that, I hope that answers your questions there, Jason. And we're going to move to another caller. So don't take it personally. But yeah, keep <laughs> calling, keep listening and make sure you dial in next week. So we're going to open the lines up to 060-060. The floor is yours. Hello, who are we speaking with? Hello. Hello? Hello? Yep, yeah, who's speaking? Yeah, Shane. Hey, how you doing, Shane? How you doing? Good man, good, good. good Question good, or good. statement? Happy New Year to you all in the studio. Thank you very oh, much. Great Happy show so far. Tune in a little late, so no do forgive me. Um, my take on Badu Jack and the girl. From what I've seen, well, the girl's been my boy for a while. I had to do a bit of research on Badu Jack. From what mm. I've seen, and some of you guys already touched on it, I don't see much head movement from um, mm. what's his name, Badu Jack. He's just a heavy, plodding you know, forward-stepping guy, and I think he just relies on that a bit too much. I mm. think, you know, I think that's maybe why it negates the head movement or something. But I wouldn't... I the girl's wouldn't... got that all day long, so that, that stiff, heavy, punchy throws out. I see the girl slipping that all mm. day long. Yeah, I see him picking him apart, and like your boy said also, he does have a pretty heavy punch. He doesn't look it, pretty mm. unassuming, but he does have a heavy punch. So, me personally, I see the girl winning that, but question I would like to pose, especially to the experts, dear, um... Under what circumstances, because Badu Jack is number two, so mm-hmm. under what circumstances do you see Badu Jack beating the girl? Considering the girl looks like he's on form right now. Gary, you want to take on that? On that score alone, it's, the chances are very slim. You know, as I said, it's, it's 60-40. And only, the only reason why I've got it at 60-40 because it's on a Mayweather show. But I really think, James, you know, I think the chances are this fight's about, you know... Talent is an amazing thing in boxing, but talent and drive and determination and a hard working effort, that's a whole different ball game. You very rarely see that getting beat. And I don't see that getting beat in this Hello, case. Guys. Okay. Yeah. You yeah, we're there. Yeah, we're here. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I hear you now, yeah. Yeah. Just saying that into your answer to your question, it's just that James covers all the bases right now in this fight. He's 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 super talented. He's determined, and number Agreed. one, he works hard in the gym. You can only you only have to look at his body in the last recent pictures Hello. on Instagram. That um, he's in shape to he's in shape for this fight because he knows what he's got right, to do. Yeah, yeah I, can, I think I think the lines it might be on your side on your side, Shane. Um, All right, you know what? I've posed a question. I can't hear you guys. I've posed a question. I'm going to get back to the show so I can hear it, so everyone else can hear it. Yeah, oh, no right, problem. Mate. Ricky, I'm yeah. going to put you on mute so Darry's going to answer your question. Yeah. <laughs> Thank okay, you yeah. So, for the third time, <laughs> um, Badu Jack's, as I said, one of the most improved fighters because he's not a natural fighter. He's not, a, he's not as naturally talented as James, but he is still the second most improved fighter in the world. Yeah. Brings a lot to the table. He will bring a lot more tricks to the table with Louis Delval in his corner but natural talent determination and James's hard working um, ethic 
plus the fact they know they can't go 12 rounds and make this fight close. Mm. Not on the Mayweather show. Yeah. They've got to dominate, you mm. know. And if he dominates, I see him stopping Badu Jack late. Yeah, so that's what you. That's how you would call the yeah, fight. Yeah, I see him stopping him stopping late him. or winning on points. <laughs> and if you listen to um, the largest podcast in the world, hashtag Toll to Toll, and we said that on Sky Sports and on iTunes. 150k right? plus a week. 150k. <laughs> Downloads. Yeah, it's mad. No, no. That's no, only when no. Gary Logan is shit. <laughs> it was, I said exactly the same thing as Gary said, so I'm mm. really taken aback because I was saying like, James is going to stop him yeah. because he's, he's on it now. Mm. And I just think, like, you can't be a methodical plotter against a guy no. who's got mm. movement. Mm. And a guy who's spiteful. James is a very, very mm. spiteful mm. human being. Mm. You can yeah. see that when you. Yeah, so yeah, I got James winning and stopping him. And yeah. another thing, James has now got that without us being as as so somber and and so dark. When you, I've seen him at shows, and I see him sometimes looking around at a big Eddie Earn show, and mm. I can see him thinking, "Why have I got to be the best overseas fighter in this country?" <clears throat> so on that, yeah, and so. You can see that's another thing. It's like Marvin Agler before he got the payday against um, Roberta Duran. Yeah. It's sort of like, you know, what have I got to do to prove myself? Wait, one for, second. You, you know, know that James gets ridiculous amounts of money from our hands. Yeah, that's another he thing. He gets yeah. So, but it's sad because it seems like, because mm. he fights in he, dead audiences. I was, who was I speaking to? I was, I was on, mm. what's that? The Boxing Voice the other day mm. and they were telling me they haven't sold out the show. Yeah, they have got 10,000. You can still get tickets. It's, all, it's not sold out. It's not even sold out. Right. Mm. And that must be hurtful to him. Mm. But fairness, he's, he's still Ward saying Kovalev as well didn't mm. get wasn't sold out as well. So where's that an you, American I bet, thing? I bet you, I bet you the rematch will. Yeah, mm. now nah, well, yeah, and hundred percent. Yeah, no, no, hundred percent on that. So I don't know. There Donald, is something Donald, with Donald Trump will buy tickets for that fight. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so and, and it's just what I want to say to you. So actually, looking from a fan looking in, you know, watching the girls rise, you know, from the Olympics mm-hmm. to now winning belts, mm-hmm. doing it overseas, actually. You know, the British fighters have mm. had this label of maybe being kidnappers or hostages, mm. holding hostage the belts. Mm-hmm. He's gone over there. He won the Done belt. Right. He's defended only mm. overseas. I mean, what would it take to see more boxes apart from money? Okay, is money mm. the only driver for this? Is it not the ambition what, to go overseas? To go overseas, because I think that's a good... I actually think yeah. it's a good look. I think it's a really good look for him. I think if he comes back to the UK now, mm. I think he potentially creams it. Man, you got you, you got... You got Mickey Elliott and um, what's the other guy? Steve Goodwin. Steve Goodwin, Steve Goodwin fighters that won't fight away from your call. <laughs> <laughs> they won't fight away from your call, let alone yeah. going across the sea. Yeah. And it takes a special mentality to do what James is doing. It yeah. takes a special mentality. And it's also necessary because he's come to making money late in his career, relatively late in his career. Mm-hmm. So Not necessarily. Come on, look at me. The deal. Boring. He got a really good deal when he turned over with Frank Warren. Mm. Right? And so... Remember, he was he was British champion. What his seventh fight, eight yeah. fight, eight fight. Paul so he made no, no, he made good money. Now right. he's making now real he's making, money. Now he's making real money. Yeah, that's mil- the difference. He's getting millions now. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. when we say like, well, he's, he's making millions. It's late. It's late on his career. Because yeah. to where his mindset was, I don't, mm. I don't think. Because if you look at James, James is a very humble guy. Like. Mm. Yeah, everybody so I know knows he's himself. Humble. Yeah. He, yeah. It was like the persona that he's been painted is all wrong mm. because he's not like. He, yeah. He, he's so humble. He, he came down like. He, he did the show with us down at Sky and then mm. Gary knows like we got the Sky Academy where mm. I do the motivational speaking we've gone over there I said James come over and James didn't want to go over there he's mm. like no they won't know where I am I said shut your mouth just come mm. over to the Sky Academy and do mm. your thing mm. and he came over but he's a very very humble guy mm. man. Yeah, as a character he doesn't seem you know larger than life no, he's not, he he's not. seems no. very humble I see, dedicated I th- to his craft it's the crazy thing I think, I think sometimes he's too still too vilified for the Groves fight yeah for the, the build up to the Groves fight Still too vilified for that. Yeah. Also, 
Um, at the risk of sounding controversial, yeah. he hasn't got that crossover appeal. For some reason, he just mm. lacks it. He hasn't got the it factor. Some people think frap- it's the groves. It was yeah, the groves, the groves thing thing that, hurt that, him. That, that hurt him. <laughs> you know, um, I think if he'd have gone about it. But then again, if he didn't have that going into the fight... Who would who would have paid to see two kids, relative no. kids as pros, yeah. pack out That's the O2? So somebody had to pay the villain because everybody's going, yeah. Hey, yeah, he's got too much mouth and I don't like him. Listen, if he didn't have too much mouth, you wouldn't be paying your money, money to see yeah. him get beat. And actually, maybe at that level, it's one of the ways to sell yeah. the fights. Sell, you they know, were novices, really. That level. They, 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 they were 15, novices. 13 times at that time. They were novices. It was you know? a big fight, mm. man. It was yeah, a big fight. It was fight. a big, big fight. fight. So early in their yeah. career, I'm yeah. thinking, yeah. can you think, you guys are historians. What normally sells big fights, one of them has to be a villain. Yeah. Ask Joe Gallagher that. Yeah. You know? When Shane, when Shane, when Shane McGuigan bat him up, and he, and no, didn't you wait? Yeah. Didn't you see that Shane when for the Frampton Quig fight mm-hmm. last year February? I can't yeah. believe it. Wow, years gone already. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah. Last, right, last year February, Joe Gallagher took it on himself to play the to play the bad guy because oh, not, yeah. like um, Scott Quig is not not the the best talker, talker yeah. right? Mm. He's, mm. he's he's just not. Mm. So he had to play the bad guy for his fight. Mm. Yeah. But Which when is always uh, awful. right, right, it is it is it is it is. But yeah. regardless of that, it was it was still good, man. I I enjoyed I enjoyed mm. that fight. So someone in these things, somebody always has to play the villain. Mm. When you got, you can't just have two nice guys. Mm. Oh, we got two nice guys. Mm. Mm. Like, I ain't gonna That's buy that. Someone's got to play the bad guy. Mm. Here. Yeah. So okay, we're gonna go back to uh, predictions. I know you've said well, Gary's given yours. So we'll go mm. around the table again. And Naomi and myself will give ours. We've just got a caller on the line, um, and we've just opened in the lines. Hello, caller. Can you hear us? I can. I, I can hear you a little bit, man. Yeah, okay, so sorry, it's a bit low. So just for the listeners listening now, obviously you can't see him. in for the guys here, we actually have Ronald Winky Wright on the line. Uh, thank you for joining us, Winky. Uh, we're looking forward to getting you on the show. Um, and just, 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 do you want to say something to our listeners? We've got two uh, boxing historians and and former pro fighters in the studio with us. Yeah, Spencer Fion and Gary Logan. Oh man, no, I'm just glad to be be able to talk to y'all, man. Wow. I ain't been overseas in a, in a while. Yeah, it's a real pleasure, real pleasure, man. Ronald, yeah, now I can hear y'all. I, I can hear you now. Good. Mm-hmm. All right, Ronald. I remember when you was with the Acacia Brothers in France, <laughs> and you won the WBO title, <laughs> and you came over to the UK. And you done a UK murdering tour. Remember that? Yeah. He <laughs> started. You, you started. I don't, the reason why, no, it was. It was. It was. It was. It was. No. It was. Adrian Dodson first. Yes. It was yes. Adrian Dodson and Adrian Dodson. And then then ends the binum. It was December, nineteen ninety eight. No, nineteen ninety seven because it was yeah. when Prince Nassim Hamed boxed on the boxed in boxed in America against. What's it, yeah, Kevin Kelly? I think, yeah. I, think right. I, fought over there, I think I fought over there before that. Uh, yeah, and then you fought. Yeah, then you beat up Howard Foster and you beat up Enzi Bingham. Yeah, and I remember when you beat up Enzi yeah. Bingham, the Enzi Bingham fight because Enzi Bingham had a big left hook and yeah. you took Enzi Bingham to school. Everyone was like, "Wow, who's this guy?" God, I wish I did. He yeah. knocked me out in six rounds. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you can see, as you can hear, uh, we, uh, we can, we've got some real boxing historians on the panel with us today. It's been, and it's a pleasure to hear from you. Um, obviously, you had the most, you had that famous fight with Shane Mosley and Hopkins, amongst others. Yeah. Um, so, we're looking forward. So, what are you doing with yourself now, um, Winky? What, what, what are you up to in terms of right, no longer right, fighting? Right, right. 
Right now, I'm, man, I'm just enjoying life, you know, doing a lot of golfing and uh, you know, just having fun. Oh, man, I'm gonna, when I come over, we're going to come and play with you because I love golf. Oh, I love man, golf. Right I live now, and breathe. Hey. When, I'm, when I'm not doing boxing, I live and breathe golf. Oh, well, there you go. We can play, man. I'm out here kicking up on some, some, some retired baseball players and comedians <laughs> right now. Excellent. Kicking got that, that butt, man. We, we've got that drive. So we're looking forward to having you on the phone, Winky. Um, so I won't keep you too long, um, but just once again, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. And I'm uh, just going to say thank you as well. Yeah, just to let the listeners know, we're going to be doing a special show with Winky on February the 9th. Um, so we'll be... Uh, I'm tuning in for that. Uh, yeah. You know, we, it's, 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 this guy's a bona fide legend, you know, and uh, anyone who knows boxing, you <laughs> want to be dining and listening to this guy talk about his history. You, you know? know, sometimes Winky, right, we talk about any era fighters, fighters that would belong in any era and give any of those eras great fighters tough fights and I think you mm-hmm. belong in that club Wait, can, I, can I just say I this definitely I think you belong it. in that club brother well, can I just say this to you I appreciate Chad? it man right. I really appreciate it I remember when you you were a, a young kid what was it 94 when you fight um, wow. Julio Cesar Vasquez wow right mm. yes and you get knocked out of that fight about like five times and you just kept on getting up yes. kept on getting up then yes. after what clicked yes. inside of you what changed you because you just became like after that you just something clicked in you just became a genius that that fight man that was the first I was undefeated so that was my first time going for a temp- championship fight mm-hmm. and I was 21 but what, what really helped me in that fight was that you know, I was fighting him in my shoes. I was I was over in Europe. I trained over there, so my shoes I had wore the soles down on my shoes. So I went to a a shoe place over there to give me a sole on my shoe, and the sole that they put on my shoe wasn't for the boxing mat. So I couldn't really keep my balance. And mm-hmm. when I try to when I try to spread my legs and dig in, I was slipping slide. So I couldn't really get my balance. So you know, I fought Chavez. He fought a good fight. He he knocked me down a few times. A lot of them was slipped, but the later ones he did. He knocked me down. I was just mm-hmm. tired. tremendously strong like man, there. wasn't he? I, I thought, but but no, but I saw if I did that I can beat him. It, it was just, it was just I, at my shoes. Mm. I just couldn't get my balance in my shoes. And I said to myself, I, I'm gonna destroy everybody else I get in the ring because because <laughs> everybody was high priced on him and how how strong he was. And if he was strong, but he wasn't as strong as I thought he would be, and and he couldn't hurt me the way I thought mm. it would. He caught me with some good shots. I was mainly tired. And I was just like, you know what? That's okay. You live with it. You're going to win some. You're going to lose some. Mm-hmm. Now you just got to get back in and show the world that, that, that if you're the best, you got proven. That's what yeah. I did from there. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. So They say sometimes the breaking is the making, isn't it? Yes, it is. You the know, breaking they, they is they the making. You know, that you know, made you. So before we go, because I know you, you, I know you got goals, as well, champ. I just want to say this to you. Like, there's two fights of yours that, that really stood out for me. But I reckon like from 2004 to 2006... When like I thought uh-huh. this guy is serious, mm. then like in in that duration of time, right? The Shane Mosley fights, mm-hmm. but not only that, but I would say like the Felix Trinidad. Even though like Trinidad was coming back from from after his defeat to for, to mm. um to Hopkins, but he was still this monstrous puncher, and you schooled him. Uh-huh. You sc- mm. imagine this: you schooled him so much that that you ended up in a, in a, in the Pastor Cavossier video, right? I remember that. You, you and him was in the pa- Remember yeah. that? You were in the Pastor Cavossier video with Buster Rhymes. And, Everybody and, tell me now. Yeah. yeah. Pastor Cavossier. <laughs> so listen, that was a great note. Um, that was a great story, uh, Spence. Um, and Winky, once again, just to say thank you. Uh, it's going to be an honour to have you as a guest just to find out more about you, 
you know, how you forged your career into boxing. You know, it's going to be a real pleasure, and we're looking forward to that. So yeah, man, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad y'all had me on, man. Yeah, man, we're gonna have you on again. I can't wait, bro. We're gonna, and then I'm gonna come out there. and We're gonna bust it on the golf fairways, definitely. <laughs> so yeah. definitely, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna put it. Listen, I need y'all to follow. I need all my followers over there in the UK to follow me on my. Uh, shout out. Media, yeah, you shout out your social media accounts as well, Winky. Yeah, yeah, real uh, on on uh, Twitter, uh, Twitter, real Winky right, mm-hmm. and on uh, Instagram it's a real Winky right, and then on uh, on uh, Facebook it's just Winky right. So right. You know, I just got on that social media like that. So you know I love all the fans out there to follow me, so I can come over to the UK do some hundred percent, one hundred percent. It's gonna happen. I'm, I'm following him right Spence. now, Winky. So you it's, better it's follow happen. me back. It's gonna happen. Yeah, bring <laughs> him will, over, Spence. Bring him over. <laughs> All right, so Wiki, we're going to leave you to it. So enjoy the golf course and Florida and take care. Thank you. So guys, you know, hope you know. Just to remind you, uh, uh, Winky's going to be back on the show on February 9th. Um, that's, that's, that's a really good look, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, and we're going to be yeah, doing yeah. more. Yeah. And we've got a lot more people coming as well. You know, it's good because you know that's very important to re-educate the young kids that think mm. boxing. And no disrespect to the current breed of fighters, there's some mm. really good ones. Anthony Joshua's got massive crossover appeal, mm. you know. But um, and obviously Mayweather, even though he's just retired, and we got the other new kids. Um, like um, Terence Crawford and Lomachenko and everybody thinks that Lomachenko is a genius and he is to a mm. certain degree but as I said Winky Wright is, is that's boxing that is that's certified, boxing. certified. I, he was he was like a clam at his best he was like a clam Would you, I think you just he was couldn't avoided. hit him it was an avoided fight. I think oh, we should have had yeah. a lot more fights yeah. oh, for the yeah. pedigree Listen, that he stood at a Southpaw, lot of people Southpaw yeah. hard to hit yeah. finds just great body puncher, mm. just everything. That he, yeah. there, there's no department that he was actually weak in without mm. overly excelling in any one department. Yeah. Just a good pros good pro. Stand, like, you good know? Yeah, really I like good, that. Pros pro. He's a yeah. real pros pro. And I that's like why, that. and he was tough. He would have mm. belonged, I guarantee it, at light middleweight, at world weight, he belongs in any era. He would have given all the greats a tough night. They yeah. beat him. Yeah. They might beat him, but you all you would have seen is yeah. at the end of it, Ray Robinson won 15 yeah, rounds, Winky yes. Wright. Yeah? yeah. Ray Leonard won 15, 15 rounds, Winky Wright. Oh, I don't know about Ray Leonard. He's a vicious bitch. He's, that boy is a, <laughs> he's a bit vicious. He's a little bit more vicious yeah, than no, the that's, rest. That's but... an honor. So we're going to go around the table. Mm. I'm going to start with you, Gary. Mm. Officially, Badu Jack versus James DeGale. You got my vote. It's a stop, late stoppage for late Jimmy DeGale. Yep. I'm going for James. Yeah. Uh, DeGale on points, man. DeGale on points. Yeah. Spencer? Um, James DeGale. Round ten stoppage. I like mm-hmm. that. Um, Norman Barton, I got to big him up. Norman Barton, you better be because he should be on raps on. He said, "I just watched James again on the pads. Looks in better shape than ever. Mm. This fight is one where the fans will think, wow. And I'm Norman. I said, I'll give you a mm. shout out now, Norman. Right? And I, I, I believe that James is he's, he's on it. I think mm, yeah. things is, the universe yeah. is with him right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm telling yeah, you, clicked. Yeah. Everything's so clicked into place. I agree with you. I actually, I would agree with you. I think it's going to be a Degel mm. stoppage. Mm. Um, I think he's going to be quite sharp. I think, yeah, if it goes, I think within 10 as well. Um, mm. So I'm looking forward to this. Mm. So if, uh, for everybody that's been listening, I hope that you've got a good bit of detail from the show today. Um, we do know there's a lot more fights on the undercard, but we've had such a great conversation that we've kind of skipped off mm. that. But if any of you are familiar with Javante Davis, uh, Jose Pedraza, are you guys going to be Jose, keeping Jose them out? Pedraza. Jose Pedraza, yeah. yeah Javante Davis is he's with the Mayweather camp. Mayweather camp. Um, mm-hmm. um, super featherweight. The guy got really quick hands. Pedraza yeah. beat Smith, yeah? Pedraza yeah. beat now, Smith. Now, that's and, another right. one. That's a tough you know where 
Charles Antebrum. is from? Farmer. Huh? Do you know where he's from? Yeah, he's from New York. Do you know where he's from? Where's he from? Puerto Rican. You see, let me tell you this. I just want people to know this, right? You see, like, guys like myself and Gary Logan, and I, I can name other guys, Ben Dowie, I can go through a whole list, mm. right? When you watch so much boxing, like, what comes up to date, because they don't match up to the past, guys, mm. we don't watch them because we don't want to contaminate our mm. brain cells yeah. by watching rubbish, Yeah, right? Yeah. And as Gary was saying, there ain't no, there ain't no teachers no more, there's trainers, there ain't no mm. teachers, and I don't want to watch no fish and chips. Mm. I am not a fish and chips. I want. I don't want to. I don't want to eat fish and chips garbage. Mm. Like I come in here, you guys studio here. Mm. You guys can call me anytime. Say Spence, come yeah. on the show. I'm coming. Mm. Reason why? Because I come into your studio. It's not fish and chips. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. this is a Michelin style <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. Right? Do you understand? Mm. Don't Appreciate give me no that. fish and chips, man. <laughs> if you pay for egg and chips, that's all you're gonna be getting. <laughs> yeah. Don't be fooled. Yeah. Don't be a con. That, that's going to be a quote on a tweet that's going yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so in, in regards to that fight, obviously, uh, Pedraza also beat Tevin Farmer. I'm not sure yeah, if you're familiar listen, with him. Pedraza good can skill fight. He's good he's fight. Yeah, but he's, you've he's got to Farmer. Got... Farmer weren't ready them times. Mm. I agree with you. Nah, yeah. Farmer now, I think yeah. Farmer would tear that up. Yeah? I think, far... listen, I Farmer, mean, that's why I think a, this you know is really Pedraza, when I watched him, when I watched Pedraza, you know, he reminded me of with that tough resilience. And I'm going back, I'm talking to you people check out YouTube, put in the name Carmen Basilio, yeah? That's what he is. Carmen Basilio was the, Carmen Basilio was the first man to move up from welterweight to middleweight and become world champion because he beat Sugar Ray Robinson. He wasn't actually. Mickey Walker sorry, was sorry, in the sorry, 1920s. Sorry, you're yeah. right, you're right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, he was the yeah. second man. Second man. Yeah. But a really, really tough fighter. You, there's nothing about him that you thought was special. Yeah. But they just find a way. And that's what I found in Pedraza, that every time Steve Smith tried to take the play away from him, mm -hmm. he stayed with him and went again. Okay. You know, and he just okay. found a way. He's a tough man. He hurt Steve Smith. I mean, God bless Steve Smith. He showed a lot of balls that yeah. night, man. He took a licking. Took okay. a licking. But okay. um um, I don't. I haven't seen enough of Davis. I'm gonna go now and watch him. But I've, as I said again, if I've this guy Davis lets it go, if he lets times. it go twelve rounds and it's close, yeah, on a money show. Mm -mm. Yeah, I, you know, I think for, for both, he exactly was on a fear frame, bro, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and mm -hmm. he's fought after that. I will but, say I'll give both of them credit because I feel that it was a fight they've both taken mm -hmm. that they don't really have to take. Obviously, mm -hmm. Davis is coming up, you know, he's, yeah. I think he's 16 and 0, 15 mm -hmm. knockouts. Pedraza's about 23 fights, mm -hmm. um, not as many KOs. Mm -hmm. it, you, you would argue, <laughs> is this the right risk for him to take now? So, from a matchmaking perspective, it's great for the fans. Mm -hmm. I can't call this one. Well, um, I'm going to go on offense, I'm going to go and do my due diligence. Do your due diligence. I'm going to see who he's beat. Good combinations, yeah. good speed. Um, no, he's rapid. He's a, yeah. The, kid, the kid's rapid. He's got really, really good hands. Stocky you know, as well. He uh, is. In terms he, of his he is stocky. frame. He is stocky. Yeah. But I'm just trying to say, like, you see when I like to deal with resilience mm. and Pedraza has got a different yeah. breed of resilience different, and he doesn't really it's... fight like a Puerto Rican fighter no do you understand no, no, no. like Puerto Rican range. fighters are like they're tough but they got little slips and yeah, little... Yeah, yeah. he don't fight like that he's old school he's tough. old school like, like I'm gonna lick off your head back yeah he's like watching um, going back now you know um, watching the Gillette fights in the 1950s sometimes you might have Florentino Fernandez versus a very technical Emil Griffith yeah. Florentino Fernandez would just be like old type or, or Henry Hank those Listen sort of guys to me. Yeah? yeah just tough men that know the business yeah. they don't excel at anything specially mm -hmm. but you know that you're going to have to do the round so yeah. if this kid Davis scores an inside the distance against someone like Pedraza yeah. he's knocked out a very or stopped a very very the, tough the man the boxing voice actually interviewed um, 
Pedraza. They, yeah. they, they, they sent that, you know, their monster piece. She actually mm-hmm. went out there, mm-hmm. you know, and um, yeah, he was actually going to move up to 135. So mm-hmm. they, so he's struggling yeah, the way. he's struggling the way. So maybe promotion actually persuaded. I think they gave him quite a bit of money may to come and fight Davis. Well, it's a good yeah, so Davis. yeah, so I think you know, maybe the team. I think they're quite confident they're going to take it. Yeah. I mean, he's mm. Floyd Cena that trains Davis, isn't it? Um, I think yeah, maybe in the M- MGM gym, M- right. TMT gym, yeah. but I've on the move. Wait, they've All been right. doing their up. I haven't yeah, seen Cena. Okay, because I, I like, haven't seen Cena. I, I rate him, but substance, man. Yeah. And so we we don't know. Yeah. So it's a really it's a hard call. Mm. So on things like this, I'm gonna stay with a guy that he's proven substance. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, regardless got, of say, oh, he's got weight issues or stuff. He's got a very good ability no, to smother. I like Pedraza as yeah. a fighter. He's got a very yeah, good ability to yeah, smother what you do well. Yeah. He's really good. It's, it's, he hasn't mastered <laughs> the art of infighting because, mm. you know, when you watch like Lee John Wiley's um, Roberta Duran on mm. infighting, that's, that's someone yeah. that's a master. But what he's very good at negating your distance and mm. he just smothers you so well. And I- and so if Davis needs room to punch, if he's not a good short-range uppercutter or short-range hooker, yeah. he is going to struggle against yeah. someone that does excel at getting up and close. from what I've seen, Davis is good at cl- cl- close-range punch, obviously. Okay. But I think Pedraza's going to keep the... He's going to have the range on him. Mm. So I can see him keeping out keeping out lengths with jabs and throwing other, other punches to keep him... Or an orthodox, he can fight. So for me, I mm. think Pedraza could... Well, I, I'm, I would say Pedraza to win. Um, okay. I, I would like Davis to win because mm. I'd like to see... I'd like to see a bit more discipline from him, but I, I like his character mm. um, and I just like the way he's going about in the gym. But for me personally, I think Pajaza's going to win. I see Pajaza to mm. winning this. Yeah. yeah. So just for the listeners, again, uh, that's another fight on the undercard that you really take, mm. keep your eye on to because, yeah. you know, that it's probably the most entertaining fight. I heard Delorme is also fighting on that undercard, but... Who's he fighting? Um, I, I don't even know. These okay. guys are on their breakthrough. They're just trying to break. I don't even know yeah. if it'll be televised. So. <laughs> so yeah, so we're going to round up for this week's guys. So guys, before we go, um, Gary... Spencer, do you want to say your Twitter, social media handles? Yeah, um, Gary Logan sixty eight. I don't even remember my Instagram. So that's your Twitter. <laughs> you focus I'm on so rubbish. <laughs> you focus on, on Twitter. The... I got to, I got to refocus on my Instagram, folks. Start posting some good videos and that. But um, Gary Logan sixty eight. Spencer. Um, it's Spencer underscore Ferron on Twitter. And you know what? Today I just got verified as well. You know, imagine that liberty. You know, long been on Twitter cussing people or getting slagged off and that. And on Instagram is um, Master Underscore Knowledge, and um, my Facebook is my Facebook. But when it comes to Twitter, I interact with everybody. No one can add you on Facebook anymore. Right. I know, this Apart from rude people, yeah. if you're rude yeah. and you swear, you get blocked. Yeah, because all you need to do is talk straight with me. Yeah. If you don't agree with me, just say Gary. Don't agree with you. I think, but. When you're gonna start getting nasty about it, get personal, you just get blocked. Yeah, yeah no trolls can't around be dialoguing here. with yeah. you. So Spencer, really appreciate you no, coming listen, in. Let me say lastly to this right, I'd say this all the time. I say to people, speak it to you, seek it to you, see what you say. Speak your thing into existence, right? Write out your plans, your goals, your dreams, your aspirations, right? Because so many people and like you use this, you use it on the clip. That's what I have to rate you, my brother. Right. We're either gonna live our 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 dreams and aspirations, you're gonna live your fears and desperations, right? Live your dreams. Do you understand? Because mm-hmm. the only person that stops you from doing anything that you want to go and do is yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm living mine right now. I'm living lavish. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not the living lavish that's the major thing. Yeah. It's the decency. And I'm glad to be around decent people. So thanks yeah. for having Thank me on the show. Thank you for that. being on the show, Spencer. Listen, keep it hashtag toe to toe. Right? And everything else. And keep it hashtag I need that sky money. Listen, we might be able to employ Spencer in the future. But guys, listen, thank you for listening again. It's been a pleasure. 
Yeah. Don't fo- don't forget to follow us on at Raps on TV on Twitter, at Facebook and Instagram. Perfect. So thank you very <laughs> much and enjoy the fight this weekend, guys. <laughs> <laughs>